It's the Greg and Dan Show podcast. I am Kelch. Hey, buddies. Hey, buddies. How's it going, podcast listeners, of which there are at least five? That was snarky of me. There's a lot of people that listen to the podcast. Thank oh, you for several. listening to the podcast. There's several people that listen to the podcast. <laughs> That's it. We are going to individually thank you later in the program. Yes. Hi, Dan. How's it going? Good. Great. Good deal. What do we got going right. on today on the podcast? Where are we going today? All right. First off, gratitude. Oh. Yes. Gratitude is overlooked. I completely agree with you. Know what I was grateful for yesterday? I said it out loud at my house. Do you, by the way, do you, do you, uh, well, uh, I don't want to delve into this too much. I'll just say this. Every time we have a meal at my house, we say a blessing. Uh, we don't do traditional prayers like, uh, like I grew up doing the Catholic. What was that one that Danny, we did when we were kids? Bless us the Lord for these, I guess. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. That one. Uh, we do things like, uh, Hey, uh, thanks for this food. Uh, and yesterday I was particularly grateful to have a warm home because mm. there are some people that don't. Yes. And and so it was true. it was super raw outside, and it just I was like, I felt very thankful for that. You know, I completely agree with you. There. Don't you find that you can find Danny help help me in this because you're pretty good at this zenny thing. Uh, <laughs> you you can find yourself wallowing around in the stuff you're not grateful about. Yes, you know what I mean. And, and so then all of a sudden you're mad because ugh, ugh, whatever. And then uh, you realize that you should be grateful for all these things. You got family, you got friends, I got you guys, I got uh, my good health, blah, blah, blah. Uh, because I uh, need to get new tires shouldn't be something I'm mad about or whatever it is. Okay, let's analyze that, all okay, right? all right. And you take that. And I, I had this very conversation yesterday, with especially with gratitude. You, you take that sense of you don't necessarily recognize or allow yourself to realize or even accept the things that you're grateful for, the things that maybe you're good at or you are proud right, of yourself. Right, in. right. Why don't we And do instead, yeah. we drown ourselves yep. in this world of all the negatives, whether right. that be for us or for others around us right. or maybe things that we're involved in. And we just focus on those negative things okay. or those things that literally have nothing to do with us. And then that gratefulness, that Sense of gratitude is lost. Here comes the guy. Here he comes. He's coming. He's been sitting back waiting because he is all about this. He knows how to do this. Go, Dan. About gratitude? Just everything he just described. Yeah. Are you listening? Yes. Oh, my gosh. He wasn't well, even listening. No, it was. He was setting you up perfect. I know. And, and, and <laughs> gratitude is about what is now, what you have, what, and not what you don't have. And being grateful for what is in this moment. But what about all the problems we have? Where do those fit in? If you're grateful about what you have, you're not resentful for what you don't have. And therefore, where are the problems? Well, they're right over there. I got a bunch of problems. I got, uh, I got, uh, I got, right, the, I got drywall the to put up. affecting you in this moment? Yeah, because I'm thinking about that drywall. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But you can't do anything about the drywall right now. Right at this moment? Yeah. Not really. I can think about it, no. though. Ruin my damn day. Yeah. 
There's a hole in the drywall, Danny. I got to fix the drywall. Well, I don't want to fix the when drywall. When you are at that moment, you will fix the drywall. Mm-hmm. However, if you have to project ahead on your way home and go, what do I need for the drywall? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's a stop at the hardware store. Yeah, right. exactly. But I mean, you know, you don't have to even put any effort or thought into it at all, because it's the hardware store that we're thinking of. You just walk in and go, I got a hole like this, and go, here, just take this, take this, take You're this, right. do this. You're right. You're right about that. Yeah. Or, or better yet, I call your son, and I say, Christopher, come fix the drywall. Yeah, That's exactly. the best way to do it. Yeah. That is the best way. I think what we're touching on here is also just being present, you know, living in the moment. Mm-hmm. We get so lost in all these things, um, we forget the gratitude, and then we forget to just live. But here's the deal, man. This is seriously. This is a serious subject to me. So, so uh, we are way older than you. We're yeah. we're all we're the same age as your parents, or your, at least your dad. Yes. Right. And uh, so there's all these years between us. Do you think, Dan? I would like your opinion because you're closer to my age than than Caleb is. What is the burden of age? The burden that comes with being older because you know more crap. You know more negative things. You know the world is a certain way. When you're younger, you don't. All, you haven't learned a lot of that stuff yet, and you're not jaded to it. Mm-hmm. I carry with me a lot of that that cynicism of things that I've learned over the years about people, about myself. Uh, I don't know why I said myself so funny, but I did. <laughs> Help me with that, Danny. Am I am I making oh, any no, sense? Oh no, no, because uh, you will say, "Oh, you know what." This is going to this and this and this. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what they said before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I don't want to taint a young person's point of view right. by saying uh, that's not happening. Yep. You know, we've, seen, we, we've been told that story a few times. Oh, yeah. Know. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that it's impossible. Nothing is impossible. Impossible is nothing. Boom. Nike commercial. Go. Now, what else we got? Well, no, nothing's impossible unless others are involved. What was that? <laughs> what was that? So- what was that song? It was one of our comedian friends back in the day. Uh, it might have been uh, Carlin or somebody. I can't remember who sang this. It, he, they start singing uh, the song "It's Impossible." You know that song? It's an yeah. old Broadway song. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this, the next line was, to stick a Cadillac up your nose, it's just impossible. I think it was Steve Martin. Yeah. I think it was Steve Martin. I have loved that line, and it wasn't that funny right now. Okay, back to you. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Moving on from gratitude. Lucky numbers. Do you have a lucky number? Mm, I'm grateful for it. I I usually go at seven. Ooh, I have two lucky numbers, four and seven for me. Nine. Nine? Nine's my lucky number. Okay. Ask me why. Not a clue. Not a dang clue. I just like the number nine. I like the way it looks. Looks like a fat guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm a fat guy, so I like it. You put a little eye on that guy, put a little uh-huh. beard on him. It's me. Hey, look. look it's Greg. It's, <laughs> it's me. <laughs> it's me walking down the street right before 10. You know, they, they say that... Um, some people believe that there's a reason as to why we have lucky numbers and there's a reason why we each are drawn to a specific number or maybe numbers. And I, I definitely believe that in different ways. I think we all have those numbers that kind of just tend to draw to our attention. And I think for me personally, four and seven have always really stuck out. And so 
growing up, I always tried to notice those numbers and put them on me. You know, maybe I was playing so baseball or uniform? something. So yeah, I was, yeah. yeah, so I'd, I'd pick that number because I felt good about that number. Like something was good when I w- wore that number, when I had it on me. Yeah. And maybe that's a superstition thing. I don't know. But uh, I think lucky numbers that are That sounds really like superstition to me. Yeah. Do you believe in numerology then? Uh, I wouldn't say I necessarily like believe in it to a core, but I think there's a, a belief to it. Um, I, I think there's some sort of reality to numerology that is real. But I wouldn't say I'm a hardcore believer. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. What about palm reading? Now we're getting nutty. Mm. Now I see what Danny, see, we found <laughs> yeah. the line. We yeah. found his line. He's uh, cool with zodiac. He's cool with horoscopes. He's cool with numerology. Wow. Hands, really? Psychics? Come on. Psychics? What do you think of psychics? Oh, certainly. I mean, we what had a conversation yesterday. What do you think of them? No, I think I think in a way it's real, yeah. What, what, or wait, some wait, of wait, them. Wait, 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 wait. You can't, like, couch it like that. <laughs> is, is there? Do people have psychic ability or not? Certain individuals do, yeah. I think we all have that part in ourselves. I would agree with that, too. Because we were talking yesterday, you and I, uh, about... Um, the way we're all connected in different ways. Yeah, how sometimes you meet somebody and you feel like you've met them before exactly. and all that kind of stuff. There is a yeah. sort of karmic, charismatic, Ooh, karmic. Um, even psychic ability to us all, power to us all. It's whether or not we have the potential slash ability slash willingness to find it, to discover it. And I'm too busy worrying about my drywall. <laughs> I don't have any, Danny. I don't have time yeah. to be worrying about my psychic ability. I'm trying to fix the drywall. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, Dan and I have an experience some years ago, uh, back when we were at a different radio station, where it was easier to walk into our lobby because we were on the street level. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy showed up one day, uh, and he wanted to see if anybody wanted to have him on the radio. And uh, I was the guinea pig, and I was like, yeah, I'll do it. Come on. His name was Ron Mangum. What was his no- title, Danny? Psychic to the Star. No, close, close. Psychic of the 90s. Of the 90s. Yeah. Ron Mangum, <laughs> Psychic of the 90s. And he claimed he was a psychic and that he had been uh, given psychic abilities after a long illness when he was a child. And he was mm-hmm. probably a man in his 40s, maybe. And he said, hey, I'll, uh, I'll do psychic readings for people on the radio. And, well, here's what I've learned over the years. People love that. Yes. And so we did that, uh, and he would come by every once in a while. He would also set up shop at a local hotel and do live readings for money. And so we would give him the free ad is what we were doing, right? And um, Ron, the first time I met him, told me things about myself that were 100% true and that only one other person in the world knew. And it was something that had just happened. He said to me, you're about to change jobs, but you're not leaving this building. I had just come from a a, a meeting with our boss, and he was switching my day parts from midday to afternoon or afternoon to middays or something like that. I can't remember what it was. But nobody knew it but me and this other dude. Yeah. And this guy comes in, and he did the same thing to my wife. He told my wife something that she knew and he picked up on. What he was terrible at was predicting the future. Mm. He couldn't predict the future. But what he could do is tap into what's, 
what you were giving him. He knew stuff that you knew. So it's more of an intuition thing. He was an anything. intuition guy. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if that's psychic or whatever that is, but In, yeah, he had, he had abilities. Ability, yeah. He had abilities, but then he tried to make money on, hey, I'll give you lottery numbers or uh, I'll, I'll do this and all that stuff. I went to a psychic when I was 18. Did you my really? brother's office uh, said, hey, you should go. And it was fun. They liked it. Uh, the first thing I noticed is she had a cross on her wall and was had a rosary in her hands. I go, somehow this doesn't fit with the psychic. <laughs> and after a minute, she uh, like 30 seconds, she goes, I hear your voice on radio and I see your face on TV. Wow. And I believe music, you have a hidden music talent that will take you years to finally pursue. That was in 30 seconds. And that was when you were just a teenager? 18. And you had not wow. thought about radio oh, no, or anything no. like that? I had just discovered speech yeah, team. That's cool. Wow. Okay, I'm about to tell you one that my wife would be mad I told you. There was a woman, uh, not Ron Mangum, psychic of the 90s. He didn't live around here. But there was a woman <laughs> named Greta Alexander. Oh, she actually was pretty good. Greta lived in Delavan, Illinois, yes. and had been, I believe, hit by lightning as a child or something mm-hmm. that gave her psychic abilities. And whenever there was a missing person, yeah. the police would use her. And she found mm-hmm. people, man. It was crazy. She would describe where they yeah. are. And... She, and she's long since passed. She was a sweet lady. Yeah. She was on a WMBD television with my wife one day. And uh, she was kind of a free spirit. And she wanted to look at Yvonne's hand. Right? And uh, she said, give me your hand. And she looked at her hand and went on live television to an anchor person. Oh, wow. You're a horny one, aren't you? <laughs> Wow. Hello. <laughs> and we'll be back right after yeah. this message. Yvonne, Yvonne doesn't get flustered much, but that one took her that's, out. Yeah, that's that one a took her out. Yeah, right that, there. Was, that was funny. Yeah, really I, I, like, I like talking about all that stuff. Yeah. Ron, Ron also would try to take people to the uh, casino. He would try to tell them what slot machine to hit. That didn't work. Yeah. He didn't know that. He didn't See, know that. Psychics for, are that good. Can't they pick like a parlay card? Right, exactly. Why but see what I <laughs> that's why I always complained about him a little bit. I got I kinda got mad at him mm-hmm. because he did have a skill and the skill was being able to help people with things they already had in their brain. Yeah. Not picking lottery numbers. That is definitely an intuitive power. And I think he, he was trying to go in the opposite direction because what he was trying to do was more of a futuristic while he yes. needed to do, I guess, be present. Right. And he needed to be in that present moment. But there's no the money tuition. in present. Correct. There's money in future. People will pay you money to have you tell them their future. But not every power, lottery, not lottery every power means you need money. You know? No, no, I know. Yeah. I know. No, but, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just money, saying out loud. But he needed money. Yeah. Yeah. He died. Sorry. He's I'm sorry dead. To hear that. Both psychics in that story are dead. I wonder if they saw it coming. <laughs> I've had the opportunity uh, to talk to a few different psychics, and it is very interesting. And I've also talked to individuals who are registered, maybe counselors, you know, therapists. They also kind of have those psychic abilities. Yeah, there's some, there's some intuition. To stuff, yeah, yeah. And, and it's really interesting. I met one woman uh, on another podcast that I, I do, and she told me everything about me without having to know me. Yeah, and see, it was, it was unreal, yeah. you know? That's what Ron It, it really was unreal. Yeah. And she told me the things that I needed to, or I should strive, rather, um, to look forward to 
in life and the things that I needed to do in my head. Did she tell you about me and Dan? Uh, she said that there was a, this was before uh, coming here, and, and she did say that. Um, there was a great force in the universe. Yes, yes. And that it was going to come to you in the form of two <laughs> middle-aged guys. Yes, one that's not that bald, but. <laughs> one that is, looks like the number nine. No, she just kind of told me that there would be a, a kind of a shift, a switch in my career after graduating and, and there being another job opportunity. But I didn't know, you know, I didn't know where it was because, yeah. you know, well, things you are, are faint. And, and, it's, and so I, I just kind of it led to that. But it, it really is interesting, that conversation. Because you know what would be great to see on a psychic's gravestone? I didn't see that coming. 